0: Welcome to Awaken the Dawn with Apostle Dr. Patience Ot. Awaken the Dawn is a ministry of Shekinah Ministries through the Tribe Prayer Line, which meets every morning, 365 days per year, with the purpose of reading the entire Bible in one year. Please listen to this excerpt and be blessed.
1: I want you to open up the line. Open up your mouth. Ask God to bless you tonight. Ask God to have his way in your life tonight. Ask God to do something new for you today. Open your mouth. Pray for yourself. This is not the type of night you come to and you start listening for another person. This is our second day of fast. and will caption this fast when the Spirit comes. That's not a complete sentence. When the Spirit comes, it's not a complete sentence. It means that when the Spirit comes, there are so many things that could happen. Yesterday, we took the first one, that when the Spirit comes, He will reprove us of sin. Tonight, we're going ahead because we believe that when the Spirit comes, every yoke shall be broken. When the Spirit comes, when the Spirit comes, impossibility becomes possible. When the Spirit comes, yesterday we identified that he's called Holy Spirit. So he has no business with sin. We had a funeral yesterday with eliminated sin from the question. Allowing God to have his way tonight to do what only he, God, can do. This morning, I gave you some scriptures. You've been walking since morning. And we are believing God that God will not pass any of us by. We truly thank God tonight. There's a man of God we have on this line, Reverend Antonio Comer. He may feel free to tell you the name of his church when he comes on. He pastors one of the Assemblies of God churches in Bronx, New York. And he's with us tonight. He will give us any word that God has given him. And he will also lead us in prayer. I ask you tonight to keep yourself open. You know, you can't go to a stream. You come to a stream with a bucket. You are looking at the water. You have the bucket with you. And somehow you want mysteriously for the water to run into it. It's not going to happen. You have to bend down and take some. So anything you need to do tonight, do it. If you need to call on God, call on God. If you need to exercise faith, exercise faith. If you need to shout out to God, shout out to God. Whatever you need to do, don't leave this line empty-handed. This is the Pentecost weekend, and the Holy Ghost is here tonight. And we are believing Him. He will do miracles on the line. So I want to go ahead and conclude your prayer, and I will invite the man of God. Father, we know you are here already. Because you are a covenant keeper. Father, you came even before we called in. Because we had already invited you. And as a prayer, we pray every day. Open down my eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of the world. Lord, we are asking tonight that you will open our eyes that we may behold wondrous, wondrous things. Out of your law, Lord. Father, we came hungry. Father, we came open. Father, we came believing. We know you have a word for us. You've done it before. You will do it again. We know you have a word for your people tonight. And we know you are coming down in power today. The book of Romans chapter 8, verse 2 says, Because through Christ Jesus, the Lord of the Spirit of life set me free from the Lord of sin and death. We've been set free from the Lord of sin. And we want you to have your word tonight, even in Jesus' name. Amen and Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. If the speaker is on the line, I want you to do star six on your phone. It will open up your line and you just say, praise God. If Reverend Anthony is on the line, please do star six. Amen. Hallelujah. We'll hand over to you.
2: Praise the Lord.
1: Hallelujah. We are on mute. Just go ahead.
2: It is a privilege I count it a time of blessing. I count it a great privilege that I'm with you people tonight. And I give God all the glory. I am Anthony Okeoma, the pastor of Victory Assembly of God in the Bronx, New York City. So tonight we have a special business. Tonight we have a special time with God. And it's going to be a time that we will be happy and we will rejoice about. If you are on this planet where I am today, there is something that we know is so real, very, very real. That is that Satan is alive and well and wrecking havoc on this planet We just know John 10.10 tells us that he's, he's here to steal, kill, and to destroy. And we are all witnesses that he is doing just that. But tonight we are not going to pay attention to him. Tonight we are just for maybe a period of three months now, we are just going to tell ourselves, We don't care that he's here. We don't care what is happening. We don't care what he's doing. We don't care what is happening around us. What we want to care about tonight is that it's time for the Spirit to show up. It's a time of the Holy Spirit to show up, to come. And tonight, specifically, I've been assigned to speak on when the Spirit comes, every yoke will be broken. When not just any spirit, the Holy Spirit comes, every yoke will be broken. If we are thinking in terms of the Holy Spirit coming, if we are thinking in terms of the Spirit coming, do we mean he was here before and then he left? Or he is an alien, he is coming for the first time on this planet? Well, the Holy Spirit somehow, is coming like the owner. He is coming like the Savior. He is coming as the paraclete, the one who is taking the place of Jesus Christ on earth today. But before this coming makes sense to us, and before we position ourselves to receive To get something special from this presence, I want to take us a little bit back in history and through the Word of God. If you read Genesis chapter 6, verse 3, Genesis 6, verse 3 gives us a very ugly story, something very, very bad, something that nobody should rejoice about. Let's quickly read it. The NIV version, I'm going to read that one verse in about four different versions, so that we can pick something very, very special and unique, something that I don't know whether you will be happy about, or you will be concerned about, or it will open your eyes. So the NIV version of Genesis 6 verse 3 says, then the Lord said, My spirit will not contend with humans forever, for they are mortal, their days will be 120 years. King James Version says, And the Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with man, for that he also is flesh yet his days shall be hundred and twenty years. The Amplified Version says, Then the Lord said, My spirit shall not forever dwell and strive with man, for he also is flesh, but his days shall yet be one twenty years. And I want to read one other version that many on the line may not understand. That is a French version. But I have a reason for reading it. Et l'éternel dit: Mon esprit ne plaidera point à toujours avec l'homme, car aussi innocent que cher, mais leur juste sera vingt ans. OK, so why did I read these four verses? From the NIV, I paid attention and I'd like us to pay attention to the word contend. That is another another word for that is fight. So my spirit will not fight with humans forever. So you look at the King James, he says, My spirit will not strive, struggle with man, with human beings again. And the French version used the word plaidera. plaidera which means to plead or advocate. My spirit will not continue to plead. My spirit will not continue to serve as an advocate or advocate for man or advocate for the soul, for the heart of man. And then the Amplified Version added something. It says, my spirit shall not dwell and strive, which means cohabit. And struggle. I will not continue to cohabit with man and continue to struggle with man. So, when that happened, the Holy Spirit left, darkness took over. The Holy Spirit left the planet, and so darkness took over. Remember, this was just following on the heels of the fall of man. Even with the fall of man in Genesis chapter 3, the Holy Spirit was still around. But the Bible says that when the heart of man became so wicked and evil, it became so darkened that whatever we are thinking contemplating is evil altogether. So the Holy Spirit decided to leave. He exited officially. But quietly, the spirit left. And since then, the world never remained the same. Human beings never remained the same. Because from that very point on, evil and wickedness continued to multiply to the extent that we see and know it today in our world. So today, we see all kinds of evil and wickedness. We see bad things happening on daily basis, in fact, increasing daily, that sometimes we are saying, oh, why are we here? What is happening? Where is God? No, the Bible says that when we became too sinful and evil, the Spirit of God left. And brethren, he left, and then if you know the Bible very well and read it, you will see that somehow, intermittently, the Holy Spirit will visit. In the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit would come upon kings, priests, and prophets. And that's once in a while, not on a continuous basis. He visits and he goes away. So, before I I, I proceed further, I just want us to have a good example of what happened to man after the spirit left. And I'm going to illustrate this with a scripture, but just have it in mind. When the spirit of God left the planet, it was the Caboard of God, the glory of God that left. And because of that, man was left alone to wallow in sin and also to face the consequences of sin, because the devil took over the devil who deceived Adam and Eve, took over their privilege on earth and became master instead of man who was created to have dominion to dominate the earth. The devil now started having dominion over the earth and over human beings. So I said I'm going to illustrate this. If you look at Isaiah chapter 10, verses 22, 2 to 27, and I want to read that from the easy-to-read version. Israel, your people are as many as the sands of the sea, but only a few of them will be left to come back to God. But before that happens, your country will be destroyed. God has announced that he will destroy the land, and then justice will come into the land like a river flowing full. The Lord God all powerful really will destroy this land. The Lord God all powerful says, My people living in Zion, don't be afraid of Assyria. Yes, he will beat you, and it will be just as the time when Egypt beat you with a stick. But after a short time, my anger will stop. I will be satisfied that Assyria has punished you enough. Then the Lord all-powerful will beat Assyria with a whip, just as he defeated Midian at Revan Rock. He will punish his enemies, as he did when he raised his stick over the sea and led his people from Egypt. He will take away the troubles Assyria brought you, Troubles that are like heavy weights carried with a yoke on your neck. But that yoke will be taken off your neck. The burden will be lifted from your shoulders. Praise the Lord. That's another way of saying Satan took over control of humanity and gave us all kinds of damnable treatments. We will only focus on a few of the gifts or woes of Satan to mankind. So, to backtrack a little bit, the scripture we just read gives us a picture of when Assyria had dominion or domination over Israel. And they dealt with them. But the good news here is that God allowed them to deal with Israel when Israel became sinful, when Israel followed or worshipped the idols of Canaan. So sin will always make God frown at us and just look away, withdraw his cupboard for, for a moment. Because actually God loves us and God wants to have us back to himself. But when we become so sinful, but thank God yesterday, everybody on this line, cried out to God to forgive, to have mercy. And once we have confessed our sins, the Bible says he's faithful and just, he will forgive. And when God forgives, then he comes back. When he comes back, he is going to do that which he has in mind for his people. Praise the name of the Lord. The devil is here as we know it very, very well. Not only what he did to Israel through the Assyrians, but today the devil goes on and on and on to bring his packages, which John 10, 10 summarizes as to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But there are other examples of what the devil is doing. So when we look at it in terms of the yoke that we are looking at tonight, we see emotional distress. We see depression. We see spirit of fear. We see demonic possession, barrenness, family disintegration, like separation or divorce, domestic violence. In fact, the least can continue. But I just want to limit myself to those. And I understand, because I'm here on this planet, that one or two or more of these, may sound familiar to your current status of life. One of those things that I mentioned may be what you are facing right now, what you are experiencing in your life. You may be having emotional distress or depression. You may be living in fear. You may be somehow, in fact, even possessed by a demonic spirit. Or it could be barrenness. Being in, in You you have a husband, you, you have a wife, and you have been for years looking for the fruit of the womb, and it's like it's not coming. There is family, I mean, disintegration, separation. Some are separated, some are divorced. Domestic violence. Where are these things coming from, and why are they here? We just know. They are living with us because the devil is here. The devil is living with us. And the devil usurped usurped the power of dominion given to man to take care of the planet. The devil took it from us and has been in charge, punishing human beings, dealing with human beings. So having that foundation right now, I want to now say, so what happens? when the holy spirit returns when the spirit comes and why is the spirit coming back well the spirit definitely will return with vengeance he comes with power yes to give power to human beings to to exact revenge upon the devil jesus died on the cross and the reason he died was to become a propitiation to pay the price for our sin. He took our place. He paid the price. And because of that, by the time he was about to leave this planet Earth, he made a promise. He said, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And we know, I just want to quickly read for us, Acts chapter 2, verses 1 to 7, because that will give us a picture the day the Holy Spirit officially returned to earth. The day he came back to take over, to, to do his work with men, to do what he is supposed to do when he is around. So, Acts chapter 2 from verse 1 When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly a noise came from heaven, it sounded like a strong wind blowing. This noise filled the whole house. We are there. We are sitting. They saw something that looked like flames of fire. The flames were separated and stood over each person there. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And they began to speak with different languages. The Holy Spirit was giving them the power to do this. There were some godly Jews in Jerusalem at this time. They were from every country in the world. A large crowd came together because they heard the noise. They were surprised because as the apostles were speaking, everyone heard in their own language. They were all amazed at this. They did not understand how the apostles could do this. They said, Look, these men we hear speaking are all from Galilee. Praise the Lord. The men we are all from Galilee, but they could speak languages of people from different parts of the world. And the Bible tells us that, in fact, as that was going on, Peter stood up and Peter spoke. Peter addressed the crowd. And the outcome of that address was that 3,000 people were added to the church in that single moment. Praise the name of the Lord. Because the Holy Ghost returned with power. He came to give strength to humanity again. I mean, that scripture is not all. I want to show us one more scripture. Luke chapter 10, verses 18 to 20. I've been reading the easy to read version. It says, Jesus said to them, I saw Satan falling like lightning from the sky. He is the enemy, but know that I have given you more power than he has. I have given you power to crush his his snakes and scorpions under your feet. Nothing will hurt you. Yes, even the spirits obey you. And you can be happy, not because you have this power, but because your names are written in heaven. Hey, glory be to God. I rejoice to hear that. We should rejoice to hear that. So, remember that Jesus, the Son of God, came and paid the price of salvation. And then he left to go back to heaven, but he sent the Holy Spirit to come and execute the salvation. To come and just draw human beings back to God again. That the garden we lost, that he is bringing people back told that one day we are going to have the new earth, which will be the new garden that God is preparing for humanity. But in the meantime, the Holy Spirit has come to empower humanity. The Spirit of God empowers us to break yokes and put Satan to shame. Yes, we achieve this by faith through prayer in the name of the Son of God who loved us so much that he was willing to pay the price of our sin with his blood. Because this price is paid, we can boldly ask Satan to vacate whatever he is occupying in our lives and families today. Brethren, that is why we are going to go into a warfare. I'm not just talking. I just want us to have a background, a solid background, that would allow us to know that what we are going to ask God to do this evening for us, he is going to do it. Because that has been the desire of the Holy Spirit. He came, in fact, in the garden, he was there. He wanted to help man to dominate the earth. He wanted to help man do everything God has given into our hands. For the devil stole that when sin killed us. But thank God. The Holy Spirit has returned with vengeance, and he he wants to give us power to revenge and avenge of the devil and his demonic forces. So tonight, we are going to not just talk about it, but we are going to claim those things back. We are going to exercise the power that Jesus has given us. He said he has given us power to overcome demonic spirits, to overcome serpents and scorpions, whatever force that is out there, whatever the devil uses to oppress, tonight, as we pray, we are going to liberate ourselves, and we are going to just tell the devil what we know is the truth. The truth is that we will resist him, and he will flee from us. The truth is that in the name of Jesus Christ, he will listen to us, The truth is that they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. So that as you speak tonight, I want you to see yourself as somebody transformed just because the Holy Spirit has taken over. The Holy Spirit is resident now in your life. He is there, and when you speak, you are speaking to him. You are commanding the devil through him, through the power. The glory of God is upon your life. And as you speak tonight, don't look at yourself. As the old self. See yourself as the one the devil must obey, as the one demons must obey. So as we pray, I have about eight specific prayer points that I would like us to do right now. The number one is this. I want us to ask the illegal occupier or trespasser of our lives to vacate now. The devil in any form or shape that he is found in your life. He is illegal. He is an illegal occupant. He has no more right to live in you, to dominate you, to cause things not to go the way they should, but especially when you know about it. Because if you don't know, you can live in ignorance. But tonight I know that you know that we can tell the devil to leave. So that's our first prayer point. I want us to say, because the Spirit has returned in my life, Because he has come and he he is here to break yokes. He is here to justify. He is here to put things right. He is here to tell every illegal occupant to leave. And that is the devil. Let us pray right now. Ask in the name of Jesus Christ that whatever is occupying or trespassing your life must go down, must leave. You have to do it as a soldier. You have to do it as somebody who knows that the weapons of our warfare are not kind of but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Let's pray right now. So, I'm saying one of the packages that the devil deposited upon our lives is emotional distress and depression. But I want you to know, if the Holy Spirit is at home in your life... There should be nothing like depression. A child of God should not have depression because the joy of the Lord is our strength. So I want you now, in the name of Jesus Christ, to command anything called emotional distress or depression in your life, in your family, to live now, to obey you and go. They cannot stay there anymore. The next point there is spirit of fear. The devil came. With the spirit of fear but tonight uh, the Holy Ghost has come back when the yoke is broken we don't have the spirit of fear anymore we can now cry Abba father Jehovah is our father we are now princes and princesses uh, and so the spirit of fear cannot be there the kingdom is ours pray right now and cast out the spirit of fear it is a demon fear has a spirit and fear is a demon Cast it out from your life, from your family. In the name of Jesus Christ, let us pray right now. We are going to come against any form of demonic possession. You know, demonic possession is different from depression. It's different from having emotional distress. Sometimes the devil comes with his demons and puts them there and say, let them stay there and torment a human being. Tonight, if there is anything like that, we are going to cast it out. And because of my time... At the same time, we are going to come against the demon of barrenness. Some people, is difficult to take in. It's not just because they have physical problems. It's just because there is a demon making sure that that will not happen. Tonight, we are telling them they cannot stay there anymore. And after this night, in the name of Jesus Christ, you will have your baby. In a month, in a year from now, in the time of life, you will have your baby because whatever has been hindering it, will depart this night now as we pray. So let us pray. So brethren, I want us to pray against the spirit of family disintegration, separation, divorce, and domestic violence. That will be our last prayer point. Let's take it together. Whatever force, whatever power is at work to separate your family, to cause divorce and bring domestic violence, all those are forces of hell. They are forces of evil. They came because the devil is at work. But the Holy Ghost has returned. He is now back to make sure that such things will not exist. Therefore, I want you to say in the name of Jesus Christ, the demon of separation, the demon of divorce, the demon of domestic violence from today onwards. They will not exist again around you, exist in your family in any form, in any shape, in the name of Jesus. But let us pray, brethren. Father, I thank you for this privilege that we have tonight. I give you glory. I give you praise. Lord God Almighty, because the Holy Spirit has come, because the paraclete has returned, because the Advocate is here with us, because... The one to execute what Jesus bought with his blood is here with us today because he is the Lord of our lives. Father, I know, and that's why we are making this confession, that every activity of the devil in our lives... The illegal occupier of our lives, he must cease, he must go. That's why the Holy Spirit has come, so that yokes will be broken, so that the gifts of the devil will be removed from our lives. For he came to kill, steal, and to destroy For the Holy Ghost has come to give us abundant life. And I am saying tonight, we must enjoy that abundant life. In the name of Jesus Christ, everyone under the sound of my voice, in the name of Jesus Christ, everyone who is under the sound of my voice tonight, who has been in one way or the other afflicted, possessed, disturbed, harassed, by the evil forces, by Satan himself, tonight because of the Holy Ghost, because he has come to set us free. I pray for freedom for everyone now. In the name of Jesus Christ, I command the demon of barrenness to go, the demon of distress and depression, spirit of fear, oh, family disintegration, separation, divorce, domestic violence, let demons behind the demons behind all such things in our lives and families let them cease oppression tonight in the name of jesus christ and i bring everyone under the influence of the holy spirit under the power the blood of jesus christ he came for freedom he came for abundant life that must be our position from this night in the mighty name of jesus christ
1: we have prayed
2: Amen.
1: Praise God. Hallelujah. We thank God for what happened on this line tonight. Of the three scriptures I gave you this morning, he read one of them for us. And I know that the repetition is for emphasis in Isaiah chapter 10, verse 27. And it shall come to pass in that day. That day is today that his burden shall be taken away from off your shoulder, and his yoke from off thy neck, and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Because of the anointing, because of the Holy Spirit, all yokes are broken tonight. I want to give you another scripture you will leave this night with. Do me the favor of going to the book of Isaiah, chapter 30, I want just want to read you one verse, Isaiah 30, verse 18, and it says, And therefore will the Lord wait, that he may be gracious unto you. And therefore will he be exalted, that he may have mercy upon you. For the Lord is a God of judgment. Bless our all day that wait for him, hey. And therefore, will the Lord wait? I started asking, why is the Lord waiting? Why can't He just bless us anytime? And Bible commentary said that God is waiting for man to turn around. That man, God is waiting for us to repent and leave our sins. That God is waiting for us to surrender to him for his blessing. So I believe we are right. And therefore will the Lord wait that he may be gracious unto you. And I know that we've repented, we've turned to him. And tonight, from everything we had, we know that God has come to be gracious unto us. And therefore will he be exalted. That he may have mercy upon us. God has shown somebody mercy tonight. For the Lord is a God of judgment. Blessed are dead that wait upon him. Waiting on God, you are not killing time. Waiting on God, you are not wasting time. If the Bible said you are blessed, you are blessed. If the Bible said you are blessed, you are blessed. I want to plead with you tonight to believe God that every prayer Father, on your behalf, that heaven had it and that something has shifted. I will do one more prayer, and that is for all those who came with their list, the list of 20 things that you wrote for 2020 shopping. Some people sent me messages today that as they pulled out their sheet, they were able to mark off some things that they did not even remember they asked God for. I want you to pull out your 2020 sheet which we are going to present before God this night. Why? God waited to show us mercy. And we are ready for that mercy to receive it. And so, Lord, I want to thank you for all the families represented on this line tonight. We want to thank you for the man of God you used to petition heaven on our behalf. Father, we pray tonight that you'll turn around and bless him for us. Father, even as we bring all this paper we wrote, we are bringing it like Hezekiah is it before you. Father, by the end of this year, we'd like to mark off these things. There is nothing you cannot do. There's nothing that is impossible with you. Father, we are praying that even from tonight, that things will begin to turn around to the glory of your name. Father, we call it done. May your name be glorified in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Something happened today. Some of you know how much we've been praying for our sister. and she said, I should thank the tribe that God has heard your prayers. That is beginning to mend. That is getting a lot better and a lot stronger. And that's a huge testimony for this line. King of glory We want to thank The God of the tribe Father was shaking Sister Heard illness. But God When the tribe Called upon you You showed up You showed out Father we thank you tonight For giving us A fresh testimony She will come back To the tribe And testify by herself We told you That praise is waiting For you in Zion And we are going To fulfill it alone Father, tonight we've lifted up your son, Pastor Sam, before you. And no matter how bad the case is, God, you are in control. Father, my people, they name their children Ichiwendo. What it means that God owns life. Life is your bona fide property. You give it to whoever you want to give it to. I am a boss. Father, tonight we are praying that you will look down in that hospital where he is, on that hospital bed, even as we pray that the healing virtues of Christ will pass through him, will touch his heart, will touch his whole body. Father, let there be a testimony, even in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. The Bible said that we should rejoice with those who rejoice. We have a family on the line tonight. They've been married for 46 years today. Today is their 46th wedding anniversary. I don't think you blame me for us praising God tonight for the This is a great testimony at the time that marriages don't last 46 days, that this marriage lasted 46 years and counted. And God has blessed their socks off. We want to thank God for their family. We want to lift them up before God. We want to pray that God will continue to add drops of honey in their cup of sweetness. Amen. We want to pray that the blessings on their head will flow to their children and their grandchildren. Amen. We want to thank God for a family that resembles a Christian home. Amen. That God will multiply it. Let there be many more like this. Amen. And so Lord, we thank you for the The tribe is rejoicing with them. For forty six years of marriage, forty six years of blessed home. Forty six years of happiness. Father, we join them. Even as they count their blessings today. Even as they wear them thumb by thumb. Father, we thank you. For your faithfulness you, that extends to the skies. Father. So even as we pray for this people, there are yes. people who need to tap into this blessing. That this that positivity Lord. of marriage will become their portion. That whatever the enemy is shaking will not be shaking. That they will stand firm. Father, we Amen. thank you for this family. Father, we thank submit you. them to you tonight. And we pray thank that you, heaven will smile on them. Father, amen. we pray they'll continue to be a representative of God on earth. Lord, amen. we continue to pray that when people are looking around for God, somebody will point them towards their home. Amen. Father, we continue to pray that your blessings will flow to their amen. children and their grandchildren. And we amen. decree tonight it shall be well with them, even amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen, amen and amen and amen. amen.
0: We've come to the end of today's episode. Thank you for listening. If you would like to learn more about Apostle OT and this ministry, please visit www.drpatientsot.com. Again, that's www.drpatientsot.com. Do you have a desire to read the entire Bible but have never been able to do so? If so, please join the Tribe Prayer Line every day from 4.30 a.m. to 5.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to read and listen as portions of the Bible are read and expounded upon daily. Call 515-604-9731, access code five eight two zero seven seven. Again, that's 515 515- 6049731 access code 582077